Pop the Question, a podcast that exists at the intersection of pop culture and academia. We sit down and talk about our favorite stuff through the lenses of what we do and who we are. From Pannoni Honors College at Drexel University, Dr. Melinda Lewis here. I'm your host. I'm with Zara Abdulaziz, who is a biological sciences major here at Drexel University, and she won Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. What's up? Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. First, take us to like, what are your first memories of watching game shows? Because I imagine that in order to like get to a point where you're on a game show, you kind of have to have a history there. Yes. Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy are the two game shows that were always on together, still are. But you couldn't watch Wheel of Fortune without watching Jeopardy. And you couldn't watch Jeopardy without watching Wheel of Fortune. I would watch them when I was younger with my mom and my sisters, and then right after it would be bedtime. So I always just remembered watching that or being excited to come home and eat dinner while watching Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy get ready for bed after. I like Wheel of Fortune better, obviously, because it's more of a family show. With Jeopardy, it really tests you, Yeah. and I don't think I'm really prepared for the type of answers that and questions that they ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like when you're a little kid, you can at least get maybe one answer yeah, correct yeah. and then feel really excited. Yeah. But as a little kid, I was never going to get like no. the Weimar Republic yeah. for 200, Alex. Mm-hmm. Like that was never going to be my thing. Yeah, that was <laughs> never going to be one. my thing. <laughs> have you done your history when it comes to game shows? Like um, have you spent a lot of time watching Game Show Network and like the classics. Listen, well, I haven't watched them like lately. Yeah. I, it's been a couple years, but I guess like in high school when I used to be home all the time during the summer, I would just turn to GSN, the Game Show Network, and watch game shows all day. <laughs> and it was so awesome. Which ones were on when you were um, done with school? The Newlywed Game with Sherry Shepard. The newer one, I watched that, loved that one. My favorite one now is Lingo. Oh, do you know which one that is? That's the one where you collect balls and then like, yeah, solve. Yes. Oh my gosh. When that would come on, I would just like hope for like lingo marathon. It was a lot of fun. When I was uh, in grad school and I would stay up to watch like until 3 a.m. or and it would always be like the most classic because yeah. nobody was up by then. So it was like the old 1950s oh, yeah. shows where they had like panels. and I they, so, yeah, yeah, I would watch those too. Which have all kind of come back and been revamped. Yeah. The nostalgia factor is real. Yeah, definitely. Because mm. I think that's how it was. My grandmother would watch the show and I would look and I'd be like, oh, you're watching? That seems cool. Yeah, the world stopped at Price is Right. You At eleven o'clock, watch the prices. Right. Prices yeah. right was always, always the <laughs> that thing. That was one that I well, I obviously started with like Wheel of Fortune, but I also watched Prices Right. How did you find out about the trials or the tryouts for Wheel of Fortune? Um, I was a wheel watcher, so if you watch the show. Throughout the show or towards the end, they'll say, oh, join the Wheel Watchers Club and you can, um, you'll get like a specific number. And if they say your number, like throughout the show, you can win the prizes that the people win. So I started off um, with that because I'm like, obviously, yeah. I would like to win $10,000. Just by doing nothing. That is the American (laughs) dream after all. Exactly. I've been watching it since I was a child. So (laughs) it was like 10 plus years. I was like, let me do Wheel of Fortune. 
And because I'm good at this, I do it every night. I know the puzzles, and I love this show. Where the action happens from your TV set to your couch with every spin of the wheel. Tell us about it. So what does the process of auditioning for Wheel of Fortune look like? Because you're on the college edition, so are people Mm -hmm. wearing their, like, college shirts? No. And no. walking around, or are they, like, dressed in suits, no. tuxedos? I was one of two of the youngest people there. I, there was only about two college students. And that's probably why I stood out. When um, they finally um, come and get us, like, the producer people, and they introduce themselves and are like, this is how it's going to go down. We are going to randomly call your names, um, and you are going to um, solve the puzzle or try to solve this makeshift puzzle that they had on the board. And you have basically, like, less than a minute to showcase who you are. Like, they had their, like, sound guy and engineering person (laughs) there putting this on this projector. And then they had a cardboard wheel that they spun. And they would tell you how much money that you were spinning for. So when I when when it was my turn, I like jumped up and I was like, I like started cheering and like clapping and smiling. I was just being so extra because it's like, this is it. You have this one minute or so. And I forget the puzzle, but I solved it right after that. And I was like, yes. So like I sat down and they were like, okay. So they went through everyone in there. When I tell you there was like over a hundred people and you were sitting there for like ever waiting for everyone's name to be called. And I was called for the second round and I ended up solving again. And I was like, I'm, I got this in the bag now. Like <laughs> they definitely know who I am. So um, with us, they did like a more intensive, intensive round mm-hmm. where you practice like pretending to spin the wheel. <laughs> so um, after that, they told us the same thing. They told everyone else, yeah, thank you for the intensive round. If you get a letter in two weeks, congrats. And then you wait. What is the waiting process like? For me, it was like awful because like (laughs) I was nervous because then I'm going over my mind thinking like, no, I did that wrong. So it was all it was very quick. I didn't I actually expected it to be two years out and I was mentally preparing myself for that. So I'm at work and my mom calls me. Hey, you got a Wheel of Fortune letter in the mail. (laughs) I'm like freaking out like screaming at work and everyone's like what is going on and I'm like you have no idea what just happened was the audition process harder than the actual taping the taping was harder because they were like screaming at you when we were practicing and there was like so much to remember and you had to remember that this is now live Mm. that this is now the real deal So it was a lot more stressful. But what I find so interesting is that game shows in and of themselves kind of represent the everyday person just being able to like walk into the studio and like win a bunch of money. Exactly. But through this auditioning process, you see how mitigated Mm -hmm. the risk is that it's not just like any Yahoo off the street Uh saying like, come on, (laughs) solve a puzzle that they're clearly crafting a sort of narrative. An image that they have in their heads. Because they don't want nobody to Uh be able to solve the puzzle they want somebody like you Mm -hmm. who's going to be really excited and jazzed and like will will be able to solve the puzzles 
and bring something to the table. Exactly. Um, I think it's kind of annoying though too because if you're like me, you're just watching it on TV and you're like, oh, I can do that. I want to do that. Or this mm-hmm. is your dream to do that. And then you go into this process and you're like, I'm probably never going to get on here because I'm shy or, I'm, mm-hmm. or I don't look the way they want me to look. And it's like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> it's just yeah, annoying. It's not, it doesn't yeah. seem like there's something you can really study for. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, if you're not good at word puzzles, you're not going to be good no. at word puzzles. No. Uh, I'm never going to be a Sudoku champion. Mm. I just, my brain does not work like that. And you're mm-hmm. one of those pan pick people. Oh, yeah. So that's really exciting. <laughs> Here are these people who are like, yes, I've been struggling for four years to get on yeah. the show. And you're like waltzing in, yeah, and- solving all these puzzles. <laughs> I think it just comes from from the practice, mm-hmm. like years and years and years of watching us and practicing. <laughs> like and life, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> life is just a wheel of fortune. Mm-hmm. Am I right? <laughs> hey, it's your mom. I have a question about that podcast you do. Are you on the Instagram or the Twitter or the Facebook? You know, like if I have an idea for a podcast, how do I get in touch with you? Love you. Bye. What's up, Mom? Uh, yeah. So you can find us on all those things, actually. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just go to PopQuestPod on any one of those and follow. If you want to send us ideas, you can either go over to our website and leave us a message at Podcast. Or you can get us directly at popq at drexel.edu. You can actually find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, I can help set it up when I get home. But then you have to promise me to rate and review. All right. Love you. Bye. All right. Here we go. What are you doing? That's the category for our prize puzzle round. And Zara, you'll start. Let's go. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie A Beautiful Mind. Yes. But I'm imagining every kind of like bulletin board that has like string and like a collection of <laughs> images that you've parsed together to figure out like the secret workings of Wheel of Fortune. You think I had a Wheel of Fortune shrine? I do. <laughs> I'm not. I'm glad that you said it and it wasn't me because that is exactly what I'm getting to. No. Did you have a shrine to Pat Sajak no. and pray to Vanna? <laughs> I did not. Um, I just... Just watching it for years, I think I just got good at predicting what was going to be, like, set or what type of puzzle was going to be next. And it's obvious. Like, some words, like, if it's the three-letter word, that's obviously an and or a the. Mm-hmm. So you start to pick up on those things. And I think sometimes, well, just depending on the category, they kind of say the same things. Like, prize puzzle obviously is about the prize. Mm-hmm. So it's usually about something going to the beach or take me away somewhere. So it's always something where you could figure out, like, use context clues to figure out the answer. So I had a strategy, like, from watching, like, I figured out, like, what are good letters to choose. Okay. And what were mine were, were, like, H, okay. C, and D. See, this is the magic of Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I know. Is that you just it's, think it's people picking letters. Yeah. But instead, you so have created, much more like, that. in, like, whatever, 30 seconds uh-huh. it takes for you to solve a puzzle. It's you're like, thinking about the, str- like, the strategy, the ratio of <laughs> I's to consonants uh-huh. to whatever. And yeah. it, it really is, like, a mind palace mm-hmm. of thought. And then you have 10 seconds to solve it, and you're like... Uh, what? <laughs> what can this be? And then in your mind, you're like, "Come on, come on, come on, come on!" It was, yeah, it's 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 very nerve wracking. L. Pick up that wild card. Two L's. <laughs> so 
you have $4,200 and that wild card and a good smile. I don't know what that I means. I like the salt. Okay, go ahead. Chilling in the cabana. That's it. Here you go. <laughs> Would you consider yourself a risk taker naturally? No. No. No, no, no. Do no. you consider going on Wheel of Fortune a risk? Um, I do. Okay. But I was kind of like, I don't know, like kind of really out of character for me. Like I mm. feel like I was a way to like step out of my shell here. Yeah. And definitely like I'm usually not one to want to put myself in front of like a crowd or in like the center of attention. Like cuz even so not now, even in a crowd but now in a national yeah, showcase exactly. of logic word puzzles. Cuz even now like people like I don't bring it up anymore. Like I just don't talk about it because like I don't want people to like be like, "Oh my god, what?" <laughs> and like we have to start talking about it cuz then it makes me feel weird and awkward. So like it was so def definitely out of character for me to like push forward to go on the show and then to actually do it and Yeah. I knew, like, you had to obviously keep spinning. Mm -hmm. um, that was, like, the most risky thing. But if I couldn't solve the puzzle, I obviously have to keep spinning. But I think what helped was that I bought a vow after every spin. Mm. And that's what they tell you, too. They say, like, buy vows. If you don't know the puzzle, buy vows. They're placeholders. They're, yeah, it, like, you spend money to buy vows, but they're a, a placeholder. If you need to solve the puzzle, a vow is the way to do it. So I would spin, buy a vow, and hope that, like, the vow would, like, spell out the whole mm. word. Like to buy a vowel? Okay. An A? Yeah, three A's. Well, you bought the right vowels because they're all gone. Uh -huh. There is like a weird gambling element to Wheel of Fortune that is like not gambling, mm -hmm. but it feels like even that yeah, is a risk of what if I do an A mm -hmm. and then. There are no A's in existence. Yeah, this is an all-consonant puzzle. It definitely, that's a good way to explain it because it definitely is like you have to pay attention to like the money you have, to what you're doing. Um, if you don't have, obviously if you don't have any money, you can't buy a vow and then you're just kind of screwed. You got to keep spinning and like hope that you don't get a bankrupt. And sometimes like the wheel just isn't your friend. And mm -hmm. that was my worst fear that the wheel just wouldn't be my friend. Like I'd be completely on my game, um, but I would just keep getting bankrupt. Mm -hmm. And that was that was scary for me. What is the feeling like being on the set? Does it feel bigger? Does it feel smaller? Does it like is Pat Sajak like four three? What <laughs> like does it feel like the scope of what you would imagine it to be as a viewer? So when you get there, it's complete. It's so small. The wheel is small too, like completely different than what you would expect it to be. And Pat, well, I'm five feet, so everyone is taller than me. So Pat was taller than me. I don't know how tall I expected him to be, but he was definitely was taller than than me. Um, he was really nice, too. That's good. Yeah. I'm so glad that Pat Jack is yeah. nice. I would be really bummed yeah. if he was, like, rude. Yeah. Did you get to meet Vanna White? I did. She, she incredible? Is, she, like, an yes, ethereal angel? She is amazing. She was so sweet. There's only one Vanna White on Wheel of Fortune. At the end, um, they had me, like, stand, like, in between them because I was, mm. the, like, the winner of the show. So they had, they show me talking to them during the credits. We were just joking around, and I'm, like, in my mind, I'm, like, I'm talking to Vanna White and Pat Sajak <laughs> right now. Like, we're buddies. Like, we're going to go to lunch after this or something. So I was just standing there, and I was, like, they are the nicest people ever. She's really, really great. That makes me very happy. Yeah. Because <laughs> after 30 years, I'd also get it if she was, like, no questions. Uh-huh. I hate Not everyone. interested. They're letters. <laughs> Deal with it. Get exactly. over it. Yeah, the other option is her just like flicking a cigarette and being like, good luck, kid, and like leaving, <laughs> with, like on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs>
Nice try, kid. Yeah. <laughs> so you won. Did you tell everybody? Um, I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so both loss or win, it was like just cool as yeah. a cucumber. Yeah. Well, like with loss, I wasn't telling anyone past the airing date. Like mm. if it aired, it was just going to air. No one was going to know that it aired. No one's going to know what happened. No one's going to know I was on it. Um, but as I won, I couldn't say anything. Yeah. Well, you can't, can't say anything regardless if you're on the show. That's the NDAs and all that you got to sign. Because after it's done, then everybody has seen it and mm-hmm. like there's nothing Yeah, to... and then you can say whatever you want yeah. like I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's even better that you won. <laughs> so what did you want a trip and... 16900 And they've all come through? Like um, there isn't like a secret like... Yeah, there's not a, there's no, there's no catch. And to make the puzzle complete, it's chilling in the cabana in Belize, which is where you're going. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't lie to you. You almost forgot. And Zara, this is the gem of Central America's East Coast. Experience the stunning. Do you feel like the rest of your life is going to be smooth sailing now that you've conquered Wheel of Fortune? (laughs) Definitely not. Sometimes though, it's weird because like I kind of forget, like I kind of put it in the back of my mind, and then. I think and I look at pictures and I'm like oh wow I really was on national television and I really (laughs) did that and it's kind of weird because I'm like again I'm thinking like who are you (laughs) here with Zara our winner as I like to think of her the future Dr. Abdulaziz if that's all right uh you have $16,900 what are you holding there but I've been thinking about other game shows too like stuff to go on like because it was a fun experience but then I I don't want to be like a game show junkie like one of those people that just goes on game shows for a living Mm. I can't do that it just makes it about the prizes it makes it about the money instead of actually about like having fun Mm. so do you think that's the legacy of Wheel of Fortune is or the the secret to its longevity is just the funness and the like lightness of it yeah I think also because it's been around so long like it's a family show and Mm. families know like we watch Wheel of Fortune and I think that's why it's going to stay on because like it is so simple and it's like such a fun thing to do like I said I'm not one to be in public to throw myself out there so to do it it definitely made me like feel better about being in public and everything especially since like afterwards like I had to talk to a bunch of people for interviews and stuff (laughs) yeah so you have yeah (laughs) so it's definitely like made me like bust out of my shell a little bit more so definitely something I needed to do even if I didn't do as well as I did like it definitely was a great experience for me personally and not just like for money in the future or whatever well Zara thank you so much thank you for sharing the story (laughs) this was so much fun yeah definitely oh I love game shows (laughs) pop the question was researched and hosted by Dr. Melinda Lewis our theme music and episodes are produced by Brian Kantorik with additional audio production by Noah Levine. All of this was done under the directorship of Erica Levy-Zellinger, the deanship of Dr. Paula Morans-Cohen, and the Pannoni Honors College at Drexel University. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice.